This is Did You Know, the short and sweet podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs that want to keep up with the latest changes in digital marketing and social media. Learn from two guys that know a thing or two about helping businesses increase sales and exposure, Will Hankey and Andrew McCauley. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 49 of Did You Know? My name's Andrew McCauley, and this is the podcast where we talk about all the things that have been happening online. We have a very big show today. Will Hankey, you're the star of the show. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm the star, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, how are you? What's been going on in your world? Oh, I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, we've we've got a warm day here in Missouri, which is uh, odd for this time of year, but we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, funnily enough, we've got a cold day over here in uh, Palm Desert, California. It's uh, a little cool, although it's probably still warmer than you. But for us, it's a bit cool. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, big news! Big news going on in the world of online stuff this week, isn't there? Yeah, I'm surprised for the first time we actually have more Google stuff than Facebook. Yeah, Google's been a bit of a bad boy, I think. I think there's been some uh, unhappy people with Google out there, but they're still forging the way with changes and updates and that sort of stuff. So we'll dig into more of that rather than the bad stuff, I think. Although we might touch, on, we might touch on some of that bad stuff. Oh, yeah, we got to well. complain about something. Oh, yeah, well, it wouldn't be a show without that, would it? <laughs> Well, let's. Uh, why don't we kick it off with uh, Facebook this week because that's something new. <laughs> It'll be a short part of the show, and then we can dig into that big gorilla Google. Right. Yeah. So um, Facebook is starting to test the reactions feature in Messenger. So it was. I think it was just on our last show we talked about me- uh, the reactions turning one year old, mm. and uh, now you can click those same love buttons and angry buttons in Messenger. So, so. It's not enough just to give it, send a message to somebody. Now you can actually react to the way they answer your message or question. Correct. Yeah. And you know what? I think on certain devices, you could always do the thumbs up kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, but now they're expanding that out a little bit more. Making it easy for you to do that. Yeah. The world is turning to an emoji ocean. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> don't quote me on that one. Oh, well, you can. Yeah. Just put my name next to it. Um, okay, so that's Messenger. So they're testing some reactions features there. So um, interesting. What about uh, what else they got going on? Um, you know what? Uh, the thing that we uh, we were testing before we started on the show, the new stories feature on uh, Facebook, which I'm not even sure if it's called stories, but it's called something. And in the uh, Messenger app now, you can uh, you can see what other people are doing with their day. Yeah, so it's very similar to Instagram stories, which funnily enough, Facebook own that as well. But um, I'm just looking through my feed right now and I can see a bunch of photos and some videos from my friends. And you can uh, yeah, you can share what you, what's been happening to them. So it's pretty interesting. You know, I like this. I'm just thinking of this from a marketing point of view. If I want to share my f- stuff, my daily stuff with uh, my friends without putting it on my timeline, but I want to have it as a private thing. Um, not bad little way to do it if you've got, you know, four or 5,000 friends on your Facebook account. Uh, it's a good way to jump in front of those people without without having to go it as a public option and seeing all of the public re- uh, responses. Right. It'll be interesting to see if, uh, I don't know if we could do it for businesses or if it's just the uh, individuals that have it right now, but uh, kind of cool. To, it's very Snapchat-ish. Yeah, uh, with the with the, with the how my day is going kind of thing, and it, 
Uh, we'll see. How long does it last, do you know? Um, actually, I was just doing a video of it to see what happened. Uh, so I just shot a video, and it was probably 30 seconds long is about as all it would let me do. Right, okay. So you, you can do a video, or you can do uh, just a picture, and then t- it only lasts for 24 hours, and then it disappears from your, from, from I guess your messenger. Yeah, I guess it's not a feed. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's your messenger uh, daily stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now we know what's going on every day. Now um, we do. It, in people's worlds. Yep. Awesome. Um, what about uh, what about um, the Instagram side of Facebook? What's going on there? Anything yeah, they've, int- they've introduced a new business booking feature, which is pretty cool. So inside Instagram, uh, now you can actually uh, engage with a particular business and book uh, you know, a reservation or uh, an event or something like that through Instagram, which is pretty cool. And I think that just came out yesterday or the day before. Is that is that a feature of the the native part of it or is that an ad feature? Um, it is. Uh, it says users will be able to book appointments for things like haircuts by visiting a company's profile and tapping a button to schedule such appointments. Oh, okay. So, so you I, put it in your, in your bio. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, cool. Good. Good to see they're actually adding some more possibilities for links on that um on that site that's good right and i'm assuming the business is going to have to pay to put that uh booking button on their profile maybe maybe not depends on their setup but we'll keep you posted on that one yeah definitely um since we're on instagram why don't we keep kicking over with instagram um, let's see. Uh, Instagram now has more than 1 million advertisers doubling in the past six months. Not surprised there. I'm not surprised either. Uh, I've noticed lately that Instagram is kind of turned on by default when you try to do some Facebook ads. Yeah. So I think that might be part of it. People don't realize that they're advertising on Instagram if they're, if they're not, uh, manually turning that off. I'd love to have a cent for every time a default setting on some social media was not supposed to be there. Right. Or you didn't want it. You know, Instagram's got a bunch of, oh, sorry, LinkedIn's got a bunch of them. Uh, Facebook's got a mountain of default settings that you shouldn't be having checked. And uh, if I had a cent for every one of those, I'd be a rich man, I'm sure. Right, definitely. Well, what else about Instagram? Anything else on Instagram? Um, they've also opened shoppable organic posts to more businesses in the US. Shoppable organic posts. What the heck is that? Yeah, that means that your organic posts are now shoppable. Wow. Okay. <laughs> take that one home, peoples, and take it to the bank. What does that mean? Yeah. Come on, give us a give us a give us a bit more about it than that. Make it up uh, if you have to. Yeah, I'll just make it up. <laughs> no, it means that um, uh, a lot of brands are going to be able to sell things right through their actual posts, their organic posts in the new tool. Uh huh. Okay. So you take a picture of some product and then you can actually sell that product in, you know, via the Instagram picture you just took. Like it. Is it a bit like is it a bit like a Pinterest pin? I think so. Yeah. yeah. They've only they only opened it up to let's see, twenty brands originally and now they're opening it up to more. So um uh Instagram has taken off. I mean it's for for all the things that a business can do, especially a business that sells by site. Mm-hmm. Uh you know that is uh you know like um like I've got a uh, client that sells draperies. Yep. So so you know these people they definitely want to see these beautiful homes and how your home can look and that kind of stuff. So Instagram's perfect for something like that. Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. Excellent. All right. Uh, anything else on Instagram? I think we might kick over to Google. Yeah, that's about it. Um, I, I should say you mentioned uh, Pinterest has the visual shopping kind of thing. Uh-huh. And uh, I think uh, Snapchat's coming out with something similar if they haven't already too. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think they are. I haven't seen much on that lately, but uh, I couldn't tell you much more than I think they are. Yeah, yeah. It seems like, I mean, we talked about this last time. Every time one one platform comes out with something the other ones oh i can do that too you know mm-hmm. oh we can do that too <laughs> so enough that's true now, now it's just a, a test of who's going to come up with the new cool thing first right, yeah, right. exactly <laughs> exactly all right what's next um you know what let's let's tackle the google stuff shall we okay let's kick in google uh you know what i'll start with the first thing uh Earlier this week, there was a new update in the SEO world for Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, you know, SEOs, we've always kind of named the updates after some sort of an animal. We had hummingbird and panda penguin. and penguin. And this last one, they've decided to call Google Fred. Fred. Wow. Fred is, yeah, I guess like Fred Flintstone. You know, uh-huh. Yeah, somebody, uh, one of the somebody on the Google team said, why don't we just call every Google update from now on Fred? And so... The SEO world kind of decided, okay, that one's going to stick this time. But. <laughs> so good, Fred. What is Fred? Yeah. What's Fred going to do if uh, if you're a normal person doing normal marketing with normal blog posts? Is Fred going to kick your butt? Probably not. Uh, most of the uh, stuff that we've seen is around websites that are built specifically for generating revenue, so uh, ad-heavy type pages, things of that sort, uh, are going to get dinged. But if, if you're just a good old business owner doing what you should do and blogging and things like that, you shouldn't even notice. Other than if somebody else was doing it, you might move up a position or two. Right. Yeah. Okay. So if you've been a good boy or a good girl, then keep being a good boy, good girl, and nothing will happen. That's right. Unless good things happen and you move up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. That's Google's uh, new Fred. What else have they yeah. released? What else what Fred. Have they released this week? <laughs> uh, they also came out with a, an app called Uptime, which uh, allows you to watch YouTube videos with friends. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, I guess that's kind of cool. That would be interesting. I know my kids would like that. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, my teenagers would like it. Yeah. That's, well, you know, um, I could tell you another example of that would be a YouTube party that you have at home. Um, have you ever had a YouTube party? YouTube parties are fun. You all get no. to, you get together usually in the same room and you you have a few drinks or whatever. But um, each person has to bring two or three. Uh, they don't have to bring the videos, but they have to know two or three videos to share with everyone that's you know, funny or whatever around the theme of what the night is. And uh, you sit there and because uh, sometimes you'll see videos you've never seen before, of course, and then you'll share the ones that you think are funny. And uh, it's a quite a funny old night because you get to see some new stuff. You get to see some crazy stuff and uh, you have a good old good old laugh and you don't have to worry about coming up with conversations because it's all on YouTube. <laughs> right. Oh, I like that. So now you can do it without actually having to go to somebody's That's house. That's right. It's going to be a virtual <laughs> YouTube party. You can drink and eat all the chips and all the fanta as much as you want. Wow, this is this is an introvert's dream. Yeah, isn't it? Huh? <laughs> hey, you want to you want to get together and watch some videos? Yeah, okay. Well, uh, log on at eight o'clock. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay in my chair. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in my pajamas <laughs> and eat my cheesels. <laughs> oh, okay, awesome. What else have they got going on? Google launched something else as well. 
Yeah, they've launched a new effort to flag upsetting and offensive content in search. Um, I'm surprised this is not a thing already. Uh, That's kind of interesting. And along those same lines, they've also, um, we don't have it on our show notes, but have you seen all the things about all the uh, advertisers pulling their ads from Google's network? Yes. That's interesting. That's all around. um, Basically, uh, Eric Schmidt from Google came out and said, they are not going to filter certain uh, YouTube posts, I think is what it is, that uh, are hateful or terrorism related. Yeah, and- yeah. I think it was a big, big hoo-ha in the UK for it just recently, like this week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw some of that going on and I'm like, oh, there's lots of news scuttlebutting around that sort of stuff. And uh yeah, some pretty big names are pulling ads off of Google's network. And so, I mean, this is kind of the first time that Google's done something Bad. that's actually cost them like real money. Yeah. You know, because uh, there's some pretty big names, like I said, that are pulling. It's not like me and you doing it. No. It's, uh, you know, Sony and some other large advertisers for them. Yeah. Watch this. I'll give you a two weeks. Sony will be back on Google because their revenues would have dropped and they're like, realize that, wow, there was a lot of our market share coming from Google ads. We better get back on it. And the storms will come and everyone will be back on board. Two weeks. That's my tip. Two weeks. And by the way, they've only pulled their ads from the Google um, ad network. network. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're still putting ads out there on a regular basis. It's just not everywhere. It's like it's such a it's such a half-hearted yes. threat. You Agreed. know what? It's not. I'm going to take my bat and ball. Go home. It's going. To, I'm going to take my bat and you can have the ball for a while, and you can borrow my bat, and I'll be back in about an hour. You know? Right. <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how mad I am. <laughs> that's what I see that as. So uh, when the when the storm when the storms calm down, they'll be back and everything will be normal. You watch. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, anyway, what else we got going on? Um, there's a thing called Google Posts, and they've uh, took it, taken it out of beta in a couple areas. I think it's Brazil and uh, the U.S., but they're opening up this particular uh, new product to mu- museums, musicians, movies, sports teams, and sports leagues. Uh, they'll now be given a special area for their content to appear in Google search results through an expansion of the posts by Google program. Is that, uh, is that going to be in a tab up the top like news and maps and stuff? Or is it going to be just in the actual results with lumped in with local SEO and all those other shopping stuff? Yeah, it's going to be lumped in. Uh, back when we were having the election, do you remember how you could do a search for Hillary Clinton and it would show other posts yep. by Hillary Clinton? Yep. It's very similar to that. So if you're a museum, now it'll actually pull in those feeds and say, here are some other posts by uh, Will and Andrew's museum. I did a search the other day and I wrote, who is Hillary Clinton? Because I can't remember. No, just jokes. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of cool. It's pulling in some of their stuff. It, uh, it's just another way for them to uh, get more people to use their system again. Yeah. Now, Google has been dishing out some punishment as well. They have to another big name, and that's Symantec. Mm. Uh, they, and I uh, is that the creator of Norton Antivirus? I think. Uh, I think that's a. Yes. One or of is those. it a? Comp- it's one of, those, a comp- one of those big ones. I think it's their yeah. own one. 
or their or a competitor of theirs. But yeah. anyway, um, Google has uh, punished uh, that company for issuing thirty thousand incorrect SSL certificates. Yeah. Now the interesting thing is that they're basically punishing the people that bought those SSL certificates for their websites, um, which is huge. I mean, you know, they're they're going to pull some of those. Uh, well, they're not going to pull the websites from the Google index, but they're definitely going to show that this website is no longer trusted. Yeah, that's which, a big slap, isn't it? That's huge. Yeah, especially when we see that you know, like I said, the that Google is basically punishing semantics users and not the company directly so it's kind of an interesting way to to hit the the company's revenue streams yeah wow i think you're right i think it is norton's by the way yeah 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 i mean everybody has norton on there so i can assume lots of people trust it mm -hmm, right and mm -hmm. and purchase their ssl certificates through that system it only makes sense yeah it's going to be uh, a uh it's going to be an interesting uh, fallout to see what happens with it as well. Definitely, yeah. Hopefully they can come up with something that doesn't hurt the consumers, uh, the business owners that purchase them, because you know it's not their fault. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that is, is there anything else on Google that we have to cover? Um, no, there is a, a one YouTube thing about uh, they're ending the annotations in May. Yeah. Now, I'm... That was interesting to see that's going on, but I haven't used annotations for a long time. Have you used them for a while? No, quite a while I haven't. And I think that's why people are not using them because there's new new solutions out there. So annotations, sayonara. See you later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, LinkedIn, anything going on LinkedIn or is that just dead in the water? Well, yeah, you know, they did that uh, redesign a couple weeks ago and I don't think that went over too well with them. It didn't go well at all. Uh, I know it didn't yeah. go well at all, but uh, anyway, they've got uh, they got they got some new stuff. They're introducing email targeting and or launching a new ad platform. They are, yeah. Um, that's always good. Uh, I, I I don't know how many people will use it because I think it's still overpriced. Totally, but, uh, two bucks. Maybe a they'll figure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, two or five or ten. Yeah, whatever. You know, it is ridiculous amount. It's insane. Yeah, uh, especially when you're only expecting a two or three percent, you know, conversion rate. Gosh, yeah. that's a lot of money to spend. Sure you better is. have a really expensive product to pay for that. Well, I think it's aimed at the uh, the corporate corporate world rather than um, rather than you know the usual the other people that make up eighty percent of the platform. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, They've also come out with uh, trending storylines. Uh -huh. uh, so they're trying to mix up the the feed a little bit and show you what's popular. And you know, Twitter already does this with the. Uh, while you were away, you know, you might have missed this kind of thing. So, yep, yep. So trending, so trending news, which Facebook's had for about three years. So they're <laughs> right. catching up with that. That's nice. And they're introducing photo filters. Oh, that's a new novelty idea. <laughs> yeah. Photo filters wow. and editing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I'm actually using LinkedIn a little bit more lately, uh, just to see what's going on. I I don't know that it's helping my business at all, but. Uh, I have been finding myself spend a little bit more time uh, looking through the feeds. Hmm. Well, now you can use photo filters. I think they've implemented uh, <laughs> McPaint or Paint to, uh, to make those photo filters nice. So uh, good luck with those. Yeah. Well, I don't know who's taking pictures to post on LinkedIn. That, that seems a little odd that they would even do that. 
I think, know, I think like, it's I think it's profile for your profiles. Oh, just for your profile picture. Yeah, yeah that's, that's silly. Yeah, yeah. Someone's okay. uh, someone's conned the gurus at LinkedIn and said, "Hey, here's my job title. I want to be able uh-huh. to create a new product that lets you edit filters for your profile photo." Because how often do people change their profile photo on LinkedIn? Uh, never. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a very productive thing to do on on this platform anyway, but whatever. Somebody will do it. Uh, what about Twitter? Is that still around? Twitter's still around. Uh, one of the co-founders, uh, Biz Stone, is now working over at Pinterest. That's interesting. He's still doing both though, right? He's still working at Twitter and Pinterest. Yeah. Now, yeah. there's a funny reason why that, because I think Pinterest bought out one of his smaller companies that he owns. That's right. They bought out Jelly, which uh, I think you and I talked about Gosh, a year and a half ago I when it first Jelly. came out. I Jelly. I loved Jelly when it came out. It was great for uh, working out what the heck some things are. Um, but yeah, so Pinterest bought Jelly and Bizstone owns Jelly. So now he's a consultant for Pinterest as well as uh, Twitter. Yeah, interesting twist there. Interesting, all right. Let's see what happens if uh, Pinterest and Twitter sort of merge together-ish. Yeah, we could have Pitter. <laughs> Bitter <laughs> or, or Twinterest. <laughs> Twinterest uh, or Pitter. I Maybe like Pitter. <laughs> we, we should go grab those domains real quick. <laughs> I think we'll call it Pity. Uh, there we go. Um, and speaking of Twitter, though, speaking of Twitter, um, subscription based options for Twitter, they're exploring that for the first time. Yeah, this is related to their Tweet Deck product, yes. uh, which is what I use when I go on Twitter. It's the only thing I use. So um, they're talking about uh, making a premium version of TweetDeck, which I don't know how that'll go over. Uh, the whole reason is that their ad revenues are down. They're trying to think of other ways to generate revenue. But at the same time, the the premium version will be ad-free. So in a way, I don't understand why they're doing it. It sounds counterintuitive. Yeah. Um, did, did you pay for TweetDeck when you got it? Oh, no. No. TweetDeck used to be its own product. And then yeah, I, that's when I had it. And then I got rid of it. Um, and I use Hootsuite now. But, um, you know, Hootsuite does all of that already. I'm, I'm paying a subscription fee for Hootsuite at five, know, 10 bucks a month or something. Um, okay. So I guess it's just, I, I think it's more competing with a Hootsuite than anything else. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it is the first time, really, that they've actually kind of come out publicly and say, "Yeah, we're struggling with revenue, and we need to start thinking of other ideas." So, yeah, I don't think that's like the answer did, for them. But anyway, like, yeah, like we didn't know they were struggling already. Yeah, that's news. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Hootsuite. Speaking of Hootsuite, they uh, they did something interesting this week. Yep, they've uh, acquired Snapchat analytics firm Narrative. I don't, I don't know what that is. Well, I think Narrative is one of those firms that uh, sp- uh, uses the Snapchat algorithms to work out analytics for what you're doing and stuff. And okay. I think what's going to happen is Hootsuite are going to introduce it into their platform so that uh, it just adds another arrow to their quiver, if you like. Yeah. Um, Hootsuite is still, you know, Hootsuite's still getting better and better. I, 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 uh, loving Hootsuite more and more every day. Actually, it's a great tool. Hmm. I use Hootsuite when I go to conferences. For some reason, that's what's loaded on my iPad, and that's what I use. So, oh, yeah. uh, but if I'm at my desk at the office, I'm always on TweetDeck. So, kind of interesting. Yeah. 
that works. But whatever. <laughs> now, what about um, what about some fun stuff like Wi-Fi hotspots? Yeah, the new uh, the new Chevrolets that are coming out are going to become Wi-Fi hotspots with unlimited data for twenty bucks a month. So, the reason I wanted to put this in here because because I think it starts it's kind of an interesting way to disrupt the mobile uh, plan, the mobile market. Yeah, you know. Oh, I don't have a phone. I have my car. <laughs> who who uh, who are they paying that to? Is it Chevy? Is Chevy becoming is Chevy becoming a competitor now to the mobile market, or are they just renting the space from like T-Mobile and uh, using that? What do you know how that works? Yeah, I think they're just renting the space from someone else. Uh, but at the same time, I guess because of their the the size of their business. Uh, you know, that they can leverage something like this $20 a month. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, let's see. AT&T is who they've partnered with for this. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's 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 fascinating because, you know, um, in fact, I'm going to just tie in this into one, our last, one of our last articles, and that is that mobile um, accounts for more than half the video views now. So yeah. we're watching videos on mobile. So tying that in with that this article about Chevy, you know we're out we're out and about. We don't want to download mobiles when we're data roaming because it's going to cost us a fortune. But hey, let's just drive around and watch our videos in the car. Right. Um, you don't need to go and find. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of amazing things that are going to happen with that. You, you're out. You don't need Google Maps. All of those map. Um, apps, all those Waze apps, all those apps that take up data when you're driving. Right. Um, that's just going to be and unlimited data. Why wouldn't you sit in your car for, for the month and use <laughs> hook your computer up to your car or bring it up to your bedroom window and use your unlimited data on there? I wonder how fast it's going to be. Exactly. That. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, you, you don't have to worry about going to a Starbucks. You know, if you need to check your email or something, just hook up to your, your Chevy and go. I wonder if you can put a booster on the signal and then just park it in the car in your driveway and it services <laughs> your whole house. Right. Yeah. Or if you're in an apartment complex, you could, you know, share it out to your friends and charge them for access to your Chevy Wi-Fi. <laughs> I like that. Pull up at a party, like at a party, at a showground, a music <laughs> festival. Back the car up to the beach. Yeah. You sell, By the way, you sell says... coupons for $5 an hour, $2 an hour for internet. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, it says um, uh, Chevrolet owners and passengers streamed the equivalent of more than 17 million hours of video uh, since they started this project. Wow. So I can understand a lot of cars have the little TVs. You know, the SUVs have a little TV and the screen for the kids to keep them busy. Yeah. You know, now you don't have to have a, you know, you don't have to bring along the DVDs and all that stuff. You just pop up YouTube and let them entertain themselves. The most expensive Wi-Fi router around. Right. There is a note here. Oh, most cars do not work. So they're not working cars. They're just a Wi-Fi router. I'm with <laughs> I'm only joking. I love Chevy. I love Chevy. Um, well, that, that, that's going to be pretty cool. I'm, I'd, I'd be tempted to buy a Chevy just for that. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. I'm sure the other ones will, will be right behind them. But uh, yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah, totally. I love it. Wow. And with you know the other article you mentioned, mobile being more than half of all video views, I think that's pretty much standard across websites as well. Now, more than 50% of your traffic in most cases is coming from mobile. Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. Um, um, I think that it's only going to get more, obviously. Um, we're, we're looking at mobile everywhere. It's uh, The screen resolutions are awesome. Um, yeah. Yep. The way it's going, people. It's the way it's going. It certainly is. And I still come across websites every once in a while that are not mobile friendly. And it kind of blows me away that that's still the case. But Once in a while, I come across it every day. Yeah. But people don't get it. Um, anything else that we did, we didn't cover today? That's about it for the day. That was uh, quite a bit of stuff. I know, right? Totally. So I told you we had a big show. Some people didn't believe me, but we did. We delivered. <laughs> there it is. Hey, where can people find out more? Where can they go and get the show notes and that sort of thing? Yeah, it was that guy right over there. He wasn't listening at the beginning when I we know. told him that. Know, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, they can go to redcanoemedia.com slash know, and that's D-I-G-I-K-N-O-W. Uh, we will have this episode number 49 along with all the other 48 on that page. If you want to go back and listen to what happened a week or two ago, you can certainly do that. Yes, there you go. You can go and fact check us, fact check us as much as you like. <laughs> right. Yeah, keeping it real. All right, well, thank you very much. Have a great weekend and we'll see you all next week. All righty. Thanks, Andrew. See you all. Thanks for joining us on the DigiKnow podcast. Check out all of the show notes and resources mentioned in today's episode at redcanoemedia.com.